Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Buyers on incomes of 100,000 or less will be eligible for a government affordable home scheme or housing scheme that will give them interest-free subsidies, according to the Irish Independent. Now, this has been described as unacceptable by the opposition. This is an allocation of £60 million a year this year to deliver around 550 homes under the Affordable Housing Fund, a scheme signed into law by the Housing Minister, Darrell O'Brien. However, it has emerged that the just-published regulations underpin the scheme will allow homebuyers on incomes of up to 100000 to qualify for it. Now, the 100000 by the way, is not just for one person. That will be a total family income. All right, so it could be just one person if you're living alone, but it could be two people if they're a married couple, for example. Um, Sinn Féin, housing spokesperson, uh, Ono Brin, said that this made a mockery uh, of the word affordable. I'm not going to agree with him, and I'll come to that in a minute. Under the scheme, local authorities provide an interest-free equity stake to buyers who qualify to make the homes more affordable. The council's also providing the land and service sites to developers to build the homes. Now, the local authorities will receive a subsidy from the Department of Housing to cover the costs. And Sinn Féin's Mr O'Brien said the eligibility criteria are far too broad and would see scarce resources going to people who actually don't need it. He described uh, uh, describing a a house of €410,000 homes as affordable made a mockery of the word affordable. And the regulations underpinning the scheme show how a complicated mathematical formula is being used to access eligibility for it. Now, I don't know if you agree with Sinn Féin in relation to this. So let's make it simple. Basically, it makes the house more affordable, easier to pay for, etc, etc. And you also get a grant. Now... Under €100,000. Sinn Féin say this is too high. But I worked it out earlier on. Myself and Ruth had a little bit of a barney about it. We start working it out. If you and your partner, let's say, say your partner's a nurse and you're a Garda, and let's just say you earn 50000 each before tax, um, well, then you will come out with roughly uh, two-thirds of that because the rest will go on tax. Um, you'll probably come out, we worked it out, myself and Ruth worked it out, I think you'll come out with roughly around 5,500, 6,200, I can't remember what it was exactly. But I worked it out that if you had a mortgage at 1,700, energy bills 300, bins 45, shopping 500 roughly if you have two kids, childcare costs 2,500 possibly if you've got two kids and you're both working, diesel and petrol 200 quid a month. Altogether, there's your money gone. So to think as far as I'm concerned, that 100000 is a lot of money. It may be a lot of money if you're only earning 200 quid a week and you're on the dole. But for somebody who has bills, has a mortgage, has childcare costs, has you know diesel costs, fuel costs, energy bill costs, it's quite a lot of money. Or it's not a lot of money, should I say. You'd be left with nothing just like anybody else. You live by your means, they say. So I don't agree with Sinn Féin. I think they're living in la-la land if you think 100000 between two people with two kids paying a mortgage is a lot of money. It's not a lot of money. It's what I call the struggling class. It's just about enough to make sure that you don't get any subsidies from the state, but you have to pay for everything yourself. But maybe you disagree with me. Maybe you think 100,000, now that's a bit of a joke. Why would you give somebody on a 100 grand a year? Why, why would you give them the subsidies of the affordable housing scheme? Surely that's only for people who are earning 30 or 40,000 a year. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. Is it too high? Think of it like this, I suppose, as well, when we talk about children's allowance. We give children's allowance to everybody and anybody. 
And I've often said in the past that children's allowance, everybody should get it. It doesn't matter how much you earn. But people would say, oh, well, oh no, geez, if you earn 100 grand, you shouldn't get it. There's this kind of feeling that 100,000 is a rich person. We're living in Ireland. As far as I'm concerned, you're not a rich person on 100 grand if there's you and your missus and two kids. But maybe you think that's rich. Maybe you think that's, that's a good lifestyle, 100 grand. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 you Should you be entitled to any benefits whatsoever? that the state have to offer if you earn 100 grand. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Should you be entitled to any benefits whatsoever that the state has to offer if you earn 100 grand between two years or on your own? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 And let me go to Sharon. Sharon, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sharon? Good morning, Niall. How good, are you? Good morning, Sharon. Now, 100,000 seems like a lot of money, but we are living in Ireland. It is 2022. And it's not a cheap place to live. I have to admit, initially, when I thought about this question, I was thinking of back to when I bought a house. Yeah. Um, and that people today kind of want everything instant. You know, they want to go up the house and furnish it uh, and all of that. Yeah. And yeah. I think that you have just made a, an amazing point. It's true. There are so many... Have I there. ruined the argument? <laughs> have I ruined the argument, Sharon? I do apologise. I'm sorry, but I, I I have to say, you know, that a hundred grand when you when you count on today's living and, and all you have to pay out of it. Yeah, and and there's a squeeze middle class, you know, well, call us a squeeze middle class, but work very hard for money and don't get any benefits and um yeah, a lot of kids are leaving the country because they don't feel they, they can buy a house. A lot of uh, people in their twenties, thirties you know, I think there's a big difference in Ireland. If I took into consideration a married couple, say, right, say a garden nurse, that was the example I gave with two kids, right? There's a big difference in a hundred and a hundred and thirty, let's say. It's a huge difference because I think the hundred after your tax will just get you by. I think the hundred and thirty, although you'll pay more tax on it, obviously, because you're earning more money, you will have the bit extra for the nice car, the holidays and everything else that goes with it. So I think there's a huge difference in, I think that's the margin, the 100,000. I don't know where Sinn Féin are getting off saying, suggesting 100,000 is wealthy, because I don't believe it is. Not not in this day and age. Not in this day and age. With everything going up and the cost of materials and soaring and everything soaring. And we have so many more bills now than we had, say, in the 80s, 90s. Well, we could, you, you could argue, and I know people will argue today, a lot of those bills are unnecessary. I mean, you don't have to have Netflix. You don't have to have Sky TV. You can get free channels. You don't have to have the nice car. You can have an affordable car. You know what I mean? Well, you see, when, I was, when, you were putting it, you know, when you were putting it to me, the argument, and, and I said, I think that 100 grand is too much. Mm-hmm. Before I thought about it, you know, I disagreed. Mm-hmm. And that I thought about it, I kind of... I'm in two minds, and I'll tell you why, because when I was buying a house, like if I was buying a house today, I wouldn't buy coffees out, I wouldn't buy, I wouldn't have Netflix, I would cut a lot of stuff out if I thought I could afford a house at the end of, say, two years, whatever it would take take me to save. Mm-hmm. But because you haven't done the math, I don't know if it's doable. Well, you have to save your deposit. That's, that's, that, but that's always been the problem, by the way, even since I bought a house, you know, all those years ago, you always had to have a deposit. We yeah. saved three year. We saved three year and we, we did forego a lot of mm-hmm. things. At the end of the year, we knew we could buy our house. So I, I, it's, by today's standards, 
you know, everything is so much more expensive. Well, but we do. We have a lot that we, we could do without as well. We have to look at it in context. My first house was €52,000 and the deposit was 5200 or whatever it was at the time, 10%. Um, I know I don't know what the deposit is nowadays. Nowadays, depending, of course, whether you're a first time buyer or whatever, um, you still have to save. So if a house is three hundred and fifty or four hundred, you still have to have thirty thousand of your own. But you got to look at this in context. You know, we're talking when I bought a house was thirty years ago. Um, now you're looking at a situation, you know, where it seems a lot more expensive, but also wages are a lot more than they were when I was thirty years ago. So we have to put things into context. Now it is difficult for young couples. I'm not going to say it's not. It is extremely difficult. But as if, as I said, if it's a young couple and one is a nurse and one is a guard, um, and I'm just taking a typical couple and they've got two kids, life is expensive. Crest fees, like a second mortgage. Yeah. That's pretty wonderful. Yeah. I mean, mm. we were looking up childcare. I couldn't believe it. I asked Ashley this morning to have a quick look there. And I said, what's, I said, for two kids, what would it be, 1,500 quid? And she said, it'd be 1,500 quid for one. And I said, you're kidding me. So I, I just put down 2,500. That's a good deal, I believe, for two kids. I don't know. People have kids; they'd know that themselves, because you're not going to get anything for free because you earn, you know, good money. Yeah, your en- I have energy bills, so your electricity and gas. We all know what that's like at the moment. I have three hundred quid a month if you had a house with two kids. Your bins forty five. Your shopping. I said roughly one hundred and fifty quid a week if you've got two kids. Yeah. It's four yeah. people. Yeah, roughly one hundred and fifty quid a week. That'll be getting away lightly in Aldi or Little, um, and that's at five hundred quid a month. Uh, and then diesel or petrol, 200 quid a month, which is 50 quid a week, which is not bad considering how much expensive it is. That alone will take in all your salary. Yeah. That's leaving you nothing for holidays and everything else to go with it. Even if you have bought the house, you mm-hmm. probably have to worry of, am I going to be able to repay it yeah. for the next whatever years? 25 years. 25 years. It's like, it's like a murder. It's like a murder <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I, you know, there has to be a better way of doing this. I mean, I've been thinking about this for years, that when you buy a house, you have this noose around your neck, essentially, for 25 years uh, or 30 years, as the case may be in some cases. There has to be a better way. There really has well, to be. Heads together and think about that better way, because indeed, there must be a better way. Stay there for a second, because Alan, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. Alan, am I wrong in thinking Sinn Féin are wrong? Because I... Maybe, you know, I'm spoiled, but I don't think 100000 is a lot of money when you have to pay right. for everything. In, in today's terms, hundred grand is nothing in this country. But our problem is we have politicians who throw out populist remarks because there's an election coming sooner or later. And this is, we get this Christina Gay with college fees uh, a couple of weeks ago. Like, it's, everything's relative to, to, to what you're trying to buy, what you're looking to do, and that's what, that's what it comes down to. We need to look at why houses are so expensive. What's going on there? Why are we allowing mortgage rates to get out of control? This all adds into all of this, but they're, they're afraid to tackle all of that. Instead, mm-hmm. they'll just come out with these schemes. So if, if people are, so I'm paying a higher mortgage rate because people don't pay the mortgage. Yeah. And therefore, they don't, get, they don't get kicked out. So why don't we, in that instance, is the, the NAMA buys the house off the bank and then NAMA deals with those people. That means I then, who's someone who pays the mortgage, doesn't get penalised. Because that's what's happening here. And now some of these, these nonsense these nonsense things from politicians just to grab the bit populist at the time to say, look at us, look what we're trying to do, we're trying to help you out. And realistically, like 100 grand in this country nowadays is nothing. Consider how much you pay for everything. And you pay for everything in this country. Like, you get, well, if you work, the vast majority of work, you, you get nothing for, for free in this country. Yeah, well, if you earn over 35, if you, after tax, if you earn over 35 grand a year, you're, you're doomed because you'll pay for everything. Yeah, you get, you you get absolutely nothing from the state. And that's, that's, that's the problem. So why don't we look at this from a different angle? 
and get a bit tougher on things. So if someone doesn't pay their mortgage, NAMA takes control of that property off the bank. That means other people who have mortgages are not getting penalised. And then NAMA then sorts those people out, whether they kick them out, whether they now become the landlord and that now becomes a social house. Why not do something like that? Mm-hmm. But instead, we just come out with all these. Well, they schemes. well they do invariably do that when a mortgage goes into arrears for a period of time. Um, you know, it is normally taken over by you know, yeah, or whatever. And what they will do is they give you three options, which is a voluntary sale, an assistance sale, or the option for the state to take it over and you to rent it back. So, so depending on the type of house, look, if you know if it's a ten bedroom house or something worth a million quid, they're not going to do that because that's just not doable. But insane because they'll kick you out eventually. So it, it, there is steps taken to do those kind of things anyway. They're too Alan. slow, though. It's all too. It's all yeah. too slow. It's all piecemeal here and there. We should get at it. We, we spoke with social housing last week. We spoke with social housing last week and people not paying rent. But you know what? Why isn't that rent collection now moved to revenue to do it? Let revenue look after that rent collection. I guarantee you, you get, you'll start getting your rent. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, in relation to, pardon me, council house rent, it should be taken at source. Yeah, let, let revenue look after that. Yeah. Don't mind the council. Let revenue look. When it comes to money, let revenue look after that. And I guarantee you, you'll see this money coming in. And then we can start providing... Uh, more we, we, you, you are. We need to link the revenue commissioners with the Department of Social Protection, which we yeah. don't do in this country. They do it in the UK, by the way. You know, for example, in relation to child tax credits and child benefit, and all, they're they're linked together. Revenue and the Department of Social Protection are linked together, uh, and the same goes with what they call social credit in, in the UK. So they link them together. We don't really do that here. But getting back to the hundred thousand, is a oh, is a hundred thousand? Be you a single earner in a in a home, or be you you know male and a female, or whatever it happens to be in a home earning, you know, two incomes, basically the family income. Is 100000 a lot of money? Not, not nowadays in this country, it's not, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It, it's just not. Where all the other bills you have to pay and everything else you have to pay, it's just not. It's and what, not. what do you say to people who are listening at home thinking, you know, I'm looking at me from down from the ivory tower and so is you and, and Sharon as well. And they're kind of saying, what are you talking about? I'm only earning 60 grand and I'm managing, but I'm making ends meet just about. We're doing so now, this. Every, everyone's everyone's making ends meet right because they cut their cost right to what they have. But again, it, it's the, it goes back to what else is going on with social housing, with with banks, with mortgage rates, with all that feeds into this. That means a hundred k is not enough. That's where it all goes back to. Sorry, Sharon. I agree with 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 that man. And you know, it comes back to the same old story. Some people pay for nothing and get everything for nothing, and some people pay everything. You know. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a big divide, doesn't there? There does. And, and we are talking about the squeezed middle. The squeezed middle used to be those on 50 grand or 60 grand. I now believe the squeezed middle, if they're a couple or a single earner in a home, could be 100,000 because mm-hmm. of the cost of living. And the, the cost mm-hmm. of living has gone ridiculous in this country, so much so that so many people want to get out of it. Well, our kids could then And who's going to pay the taxes then? Because my daughter is nearly 26 and she's going, I don't think I'll ever be buying a house in this country. I don't think I will be That's ever sad, isn't it? and working my, my, you know, my ass off to. She's already looking at other countries where she could maybe save some money here while she's working here and buy a house somewhere else in the future. That's sad. It, it is sad to see our children. And I know because I talked to my own son about it, but it is sad to see our children thinking where else in Europe or the world could they live and have a better lifestyle. And by the yeah. way, in most countries in Europe, they will have a better lifestyle than they have here for the money they earn. Yes. Well, she spent a few months in Kuala Lumpur and I hope she doesn't go that far. But I mean, I think they rented a beautiful Airbnb for about 500 a month. But you could see... 
you know, and all our kids are traveling now. They're all going away mm. and they're all seeing what they can get for their money in other countries. So they are looking at those options for the we, future. And, and then we wonder why we can't get enough nurses, we can't get enough doctors, we can't get enough civil servants or staff in this country is because people just want to get out of it because we've overpriced it. We've priced them out of our own country. And now you've got this suggestion that somehow €100,000 makes you very rich. I don't think it does. Uh, some of the texts come in by coming in says, I'd love to be on 100000 a year. People that saying it's nothing wouldn't like to be on a minimum wage or even below average wage, which a hell of a lot of people are on with no help from the state. Council housing is not for Irish anymore. Um, well, look, if you're on a minimum wage and you have a family and you have two kids, you will get a family income supplement. So you will get help from the state and you will also qualify for social housing too if you're only on a minimum wage. So in saying that, if you're on 50 grand a year, you're not going to qualify for social housing. So there's, there's a kind of difference there. But okay, but maybe I see the point that you're making. I, to be honest with you, I don't know what it would be like to be earning minimum wage because I couldn't do it. I couldn't survive on it. I'm not, I'm not trying to minimise what you do for a living or look down upon you, but I couldn't because I've never been on minimum wage, so I don't know how difficult that would be. So I couldn't yeah. walk a mile in your shoes. Let me go to, to Brendan. Brendan, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Brendan? I'm good, Nile. How are you? Good. Brendan, you know, I, I couldn't live on minimum wage, and I'm not meaning to demean people who are on minimum wage. It's a very, I've often said minimum wage shouldn't be 10.50, it should be 15 quid at least. But anyway, getting back to 100,000, is it a lot of money? No, no, um, I'm in that situation at the moment where myself and my wife are applying to get a mortgage to build a house and the mortgage is not even half the house. The cost to finish off the house is not even half it. And the banks are still, have, we're still having trouble with the banks to get it. Mm-hmm. And we have a good lump sum saved, over 10% of the mortgage saved and they just keep, keep pushing us back and pushing us back. And now last week they pulled the letter, letter offer from us. So the, the letter of offer is gone? Gone. And how long does the letter of offer last? Three months, is it? It's six months, and we got an extended by a month. Okay. Um, we applied, we had to um, get our life assurance, and the life assurance, my wife's family have muscular dystrophy. And oh, that could be that expensive, caused, yeah. Yeah, that caused the problem. If she doesn't have it, she doesn't, but because it's in the family, and it went through the life assurance and it went to the CMO of the life assurance and he couldn't make a decision on it. He passed his underwriters and the banks then, it was too late for the banks and they pulled the letter offer. So we have to reapply again for it. Oh gosh. So, and the life insurance, of course, if you have a difficulty or even if you're a smoker or something, life insurance can be another 200 a month. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. It, it, was, it was actually, I think it was 40 euros a month. You know, you yeah. multiply that over 25 years. Yeah, of course. It's a lot you know, of money. It doesn't, come, it doesn't come down every okay, year. Okay, and, you know? and are you and your other half or yourself, are you on good, decent money? Yeah, we'd we, we be in that bracket. We'd probably okay. earn about 90,000, over 90,000 between us. Before tax? Yeah. Yeah. You know, with a full-time job, we've, we went... So are you, are you I mean, okay, so for those listening, so there, there you go, you're in the category of just under the 100,000, right? Yeah. Are you sitting there, you know, out your back garden, sipping cocktails all day long and driving the Range Rover in your front garden and going away on two holidays a year? No. No. Well, people, well, people think you are. And, and I do yeah. believe that Sinn Féin sometimes think the people who earn the money you're earning, um, you know, are living the life. Just like on that Sinn Féin, Sinn Féin remind me of Donald Trump a bit when he was trying to get into power. Donald Trump said everything that 
Americans wanted here. We build this wall, we stop the Americans. Then gets into power. And Sinn Féin are doing that. We'll, we'll go to these lower-income people, we tell them what we're going to give them, we'll get them everything, so they can just get into power. And they can't deliver. So you don't, believe they're, they're, you don't believe they speak for you, okay? So Sinn Féin's housing spokesperson, Norbert, said it made a mockery of the word affordable by uh, by allowing people under the 100,000 category to qualify uh, for the affordable housing scheme. Yeah, that's just that's just a joke, that is, because why why should we... Like, the mortgage we were getting, now was about 320,000. Uh, they were giving us... That's we going to cost to you about seventeen hundred a month, yeah. But between sixteen yeah. and seventeen hundred a month, yeah. We we would have paid back uh, twenty five years. We would have paid back five hundred and fifteen thousand. Oh, I know. If you, if you sat down and calculated what you're actually giving the bank back, but in saying yeah. that, it is a long term loan. And 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 I come back to what I said earlier on to Sharon. We've been doing this now for the last 60 years or whatever it is that people have been getting mortgages in this country and and across Europe, of course. It's not just an Irish thing. There has to be a better way. There just has well, to be a better way. No, I think, I think Japan have the right way. The, the mortgage is on the house, not on the people. So if I get a mortgage of, we say, 500000 and then I pass that on to my kids, then my kids have that, and it's up to them then. Oh, they wonderful. Want to okay. The Right, so so in other words, you can extend the mortgage out over a hundred thousand years, or over a hundred years, should I say? Yeah, yes, yeah. It's, it's on the property. The property's never going to move. It's not a bad no, idea. So, so you sell the no, house so with the mortgage on it, if you with want the to. mortgage on it. Yeah. So if I leave that to my son well, then you're essentially well, then you're essentially renting, aren't you? Yeah, more or less. Yeah. You know, the title deeds in your name, but until the mortgage is paid, the banks or sorry, it's in the bank's name until the mortgage is paid. Yeah. If I have, if I pass away or my 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 wife passed away and there's ten years left on it, so my kids can take it over, or they can sell it and pay off the rest of the mortgage. Or if you come back to life again, you're reborn. Yeah, reborn. <laughs> yeah, the dog or something. They used to call you that know. years ago. I remember Savage I did this kid on it. It was called a Hindu mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> if you're reborn again and come back, you start paying again. Anyway, you know what? That's that's not a bad idea. But I, I I do believe that we need to do something about it. I do. We need to change the system because this system of paying a ridiculous amount of money, be it seventeen hundred a month or two grand a month or whatever it is, for twenty five years, it all sounds well and good when you earn that money. But if you lose your job, you're doomed. You're doomed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think there should be there should be such thing as social housing because everybody that's in this country gets something from the state, whether you're on the dole or you're a child allowance or which or anything like that. You, you still get money from the state. So even if you're only paying back thirty euros a month towards the house, it should be still you know it shouldn't be it shouldn't be social housing because I feel that when it's classified as social housing, people don't look after the houses as you had. Your conversation last week was the rent arrears. If the boiler breaks down, the council still come out and fix it, even though you owe all this rent. Even though you haven't paid for it in five years. Yeah, yeah. And who who pays for that now? You, you and do. I and our taxpayers. Tax. Yeah, of course. Okay, well, look, I have to go to break. Listen, Brennan, thank you very much indeed. Okay, so Brennan's in that category. Uh, Sharon and Alan also agree as well. They're in that category. Um, you know, well, they're not both in that category. Brennan is that. Okay, you might be earning ninety or hundred grand. He earns just under the category, which is ninety thousand between him and his partner or whatever it happens to be you didn't ask him that but it doesn't matter it's irrelevant anyway because it comes down to family income and this is because the government have said that you were entitled to the affordable housing fund and you qualify for it 
even if you earn up to 100,000. Now, that could be for a single income earner or, you know, a dual income earning. But Sinn Féin housing spokesperson, Nona Brin, said it makes a mockery of the word affordable. He said the eligibility criteria is far too broad and would see scarce resources going to people who don't need it. And I don't agree with him. And maybe you don't as well. Or maybe you do. Maybe you think 100,000 or nine. What would you want at the affordable housing scheme if you're earning 100 grand for? Surely that's enough. You should be able to buy your own bloody house. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Do you agree with Sinn Féin? Let me go to Owen. Owen, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say, do you know How's it going now, you're well, boy? Good, well, at least you share the name with Ono Brin from Sinn Féin. Does that mean you agree with him? <laughs> I couldn't agree with him on this point, I'm afraid, Niall. You know? Okay. So, I don't want to, like yourself, I don't want to feel... I'm not above anyone on minimum wage, right? But I do feel that employers are taking the mick with wages for a long time. Oh, they are, there's I, no doubt. I, I see it here. Shops restaurants mm. and particularly takeaways they can't get staff and I passed one re- I called into one there recently I can't say the name obviously on air and it kind of all through the lockdown they specialise in takeaways yep. tea coffee and takeaways so there's huge profit in tea huge profit in coffee huge profit in chips and all they'll pay their staff is minimum wage they can't get staff at the moment while they've been making vast amounts of money all through the lockdown. Now, I know running a business can be expensive, but I did say the other day when we were talking about minimum wage, if you're working in a small business, say there's five or six staff, and your boss is driving a Mercedes, you know, a new Mercedes every year and going on two holidays, and you're only earning minimum wage, there's something very wrong. Correct. And I particularly see it here in Cork. Like we have a very good employer in the publican game, Benny McCabe, right? And he was the first to close his pubs in the lockdown, even before he was ordered. He paid all his staff. He was very decent all through it out. And I can see other employers who are making at least equal profits. And they lay off their staff to give no money. They'd only pay them the bare minimum. There is no consideration. Mm-hmm. And capitalism doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. Like, I mean, and by the way, no. I, I don't object to capitalism. Look, if you're an employer and you're making good money, fair play to you. Well done to you. But pay your staff a decent wage. But getting getting back to this idea of 100,000, you're a rich person, clearly. You know, you don't need it. It makes a mockery of the word affordable, according to Sinn Féin. Should you qualify for under the Affordable Housing Fund, you know, for a discount or for help from the state buying a house if you earn, you know, 100,000 or less? Or is that just too much money to be including in it? No, it isn't. Because, say, you have two people working and they go to buy a house and their combined income is 50,000 and for whatever reason... 100,000, 50 grand each, yeah. yeah. 50 grand each, 100,000. Say one loses their job like with a bank, they're under terrible pressure. Or say they have a couple of kids, and one of them wants to stay at home and do the parenting. Or yeah, yeah. they have a sick child, or a sick mother, or a sick father. Like you know, we have to play fair with people, particularly in Dublin. A hundred thousand so, is a combined. The minute you po- cross over the border into Leinster, the price of everything goes up. It doesn't matter if it's a sandwich or a cup of coffee or a pint in the bar. It bears. No relation to the prices that they're playing in Leitrim. 
that's a fact. Like, well, Leitrim you know, is, is the cheapest place to buy a house. Well, Leitrim exactly. and Roscommon, I believe, are the cheapest places to buy a house. Oh, in I Ireland. believe that. Yeah, I yeah. believe that. Mind, but, mind but, you, the but, reason but, is, is it's not because Leitrim is such a bad place. <laughs> You'd be led to believe it is, but it's because because of the local because the, the house are the kind of schools and the local services available. They need more services in Leitrim, and that's why Leitrim. That's why there's so many empty houses in Leitrim and ghost towns in Leitrim. But but I, in, in relation to your own situation, so you just got approved for 125. I, that's right. Yeah. I'm a young fella like yourself, only 54, working all my life. I'm a PAY worker, putting in about 50,000 or there, and I have a declared income outside of that. And for mortgage purposes, the bank won't take my self-employed income into account. Okay. It won't take all my PAY income. Why won't they? Why won't they take your self-employed income, your extra income, into account? Why? Because they say it's not guaranteed. Okay. And it's the same with my shift pay. I had that. I had that that same. I had that same problem many years ago because they wouldn't take my uh, again declared income, extra income, because I was a DJ in nightclubs, and they said it wasn't guaranteed. You know. This is more of what you're up against. Mm-hmm. Then, you know what I mean? Like okay, but, but, but is a hundred grand a lot of money? Is it for two people? Is a you know who might have two kids? Is a hundred a lot of money? There is a lot of earning in a hundred thousand, but in terms of building a house at the moment, and I, I'm nearly finished. I'm a week away from finishing a huge renovation. Good man, and I'm been going in and out of builders providers for the last seven eight months and the price of the original price was given to me two years ago and i can assure you and anyone who walks into a builders providers and asks them there's a pile of materials have tripled in price in the last two years and that if people can continue to be exploited by bad employers paying them nothing but minimum wages it can't go on Something has to give. Yeah, and well, anybody who's thinking of, you know, extending their house at the moment, you, know, you picked a bad time to do it because the price of wood, the price of cement, the price of all that stuff has ac- has doubled in the last year. So, uh, a ton of sand in a bag two years ago was 16 euros. It's 42 now. And the charger for the bag it comes in. The I, see, here's what I don't understand, and I'm sorry to go off on a bit of a tangent, right? So I understand wood has gone up because we import most of the wood, right? So mm-hmm. I'm getting that, all right? And and it, although it shouldn't be gone up as much as it's gone up, I get that, okay? But sand comes from quarries in Ireland, I assume. Oh. So why has it gone up in price? Well, when I queried this with John A. Woods, right? John A. Woods been a big company here in Cork. They're owned by Cement Roadstone Holdings, which is one of the biggest concrete companies on the planet. Right? So the stone is quarried in Calais, in Crossbury, Calais, turned into concrete in Balancholic, so it's ne- and delivered to my door in Glashine. So it's never more than 10 miles from the CUH hospital. That's what I'm saying. So I, un- I don't understand why it's gone up so much in price. They're blaming Brexit. <laughs> bl- how can they blame Brexit when it co- it's sourced in Ireland? 
exactly, Nile. Ah, well, look, look, oh, sorry, I could go down a rabbit hole on that one anyway. I think it's just a case of they can charge more, so Everyone they do. Yeah, okay. Look, I'm, I'm going down a rabbit hole. I can't be going in. I don't have time to go into that today, Owen. It's another show, uh, the cost of actually renovating. But look, Owen, well done to you, and I hope you get your, sort, your house sorted out. You're only a week to go. Owen doesn't believe it's a lot of money. He's on 50K. So if he was with somebody else and they were earning 50K, would that be a lot of money? Probably not in this world we live in today. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I-